We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's more fun to be there live for Los Angeles Chargers football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the Los Angeles Chargers and the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you a 360-degree preview of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if you change your plans, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze, and you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash chargers. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Guiltiest Charge podcast presented by Blue Art Podcast Network. Joining me today is Chargers offensive tackle Trey Pipkins. Trey, thanks for joining me today, man. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. I'm, I'm sure you guys are all very excited that the season is officially here, the 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 long off season is finally over. What's the vibe as we head into week one of the regular season this, uh, today for you guys? Man, I think we're just excited. We're ready to go. Um, ready to hit somebody else besides somebody else in powder blue. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we're all ready and just excited for it. Yeah, normally, you know, in, in the past couple of years, you've had the preseason to do that. This year, no preseason for you. Um, your situation obviously has changed quite a bit since last year. What's been the the mindset for you now that you you know you're heading into this season as the starter as opposed to maybe kind of jockeying for a, a role as in, in years prior? Uh, I think it's the same. I think it's just trying to continue to improve. There's always things that I want to improve on. So I think just continue to focus on those things and yeah, just be the best that I can be. None of that's gonna none of that's gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously last year playing next to Zion, you know, that obviously is kind of a, was a kind of a work in progress. He's now back with the left, uh, Jamari back in at, at right guard. How has that relationship been for you guys so far this summer? That's awesome. I think it's going to be really good. Um, yeah, both those guys are so flexible so they can really play anywhere. And I think it's going to be really good for those guys. And we've gotten the, uh, the opportunity to build a really good relationship and a really good foundation for the season. So I think we're just ready to, ready to show it off. There we go. Really looking forward to seeing this this unit come together. Um, Coach Nugent talked with Eric Smith a few weeks ago about how intentional they've been in kind of fitting physical profiles on each of the two sides. How would you kind of describe the the strength of you and Jamari working together at this point? 
I think we both set in similar ways. We're a little more, I'd say the left side's a little more freak athlete. And we're, we're a little more, uh, we're a little more size and play to our size. And that's kind of our biggest strength. Um, and so, yeah, I think we set in a similar way and we're both can move people in the run game and things like that. So I think uh, that's what he was referring to. And I think that's going to be really good for our, uh, our chemistry. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of talk about the run game and the identity um, we, we talked to Joshua Kelly a few weeks ago about how the running backs are super excited to get downhill more often. Um, mm-hmm. to me, that kind of plays to your strengths in particular. How has the adjustment been from maybe years past to what Kellen Moore has brought in this year for you personally? Yeah, I think honestly, the adjustment hasn't been too, uh, too crazy. He's been, he's been really good about doing stuff that focusing on what we're going to be really good at and trying to harp on those things and specialize in those things. So I think that's, a that's helped a lot because, again, it is stuff that we are uh, – I think we're going to be really good at. And so it's really good just to focus on those things so it's not as much you have to worry about so many different things as more our specialty. Yeah. Do you feel like there's just a, a greater emphasis in general on the run game this year? Or do you feel like as a room that you guys always kind of talk about the run game plenty in this year is just kind of maybe refocusing the the goals, sort of, so to speak? I mean, I think the uh, – the mindset's always the same. Like you want to dominate the run game and things like that. Um, I think there's a little more, I don't know what to call it, maybe excitement just for the scheme and stuff that we're doing. I think it's going to be really good for us. I think we can all kind of, we've all felt it throughout training camp where we're like, oh, this is really nice. And we like how it's fitting up and stuff like that. And we can see the vision. So um, I think that provides a little more excitement and things like that. But the mindset's always been the same. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of excitement uh, amongst Chargers fans. Obviously, the, the team ran for 600 yards in the preseason, which was, I think, the most from a team since, like, 2000. I don't know if you saw that stuff. Crazy. Yeah, um, I did see that stuff. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, it is super awesome because there's not even, you know, none of you guys, none of the core starters are out there. Obviously, Zion and Jamari were out there. Um, talk to me a little bit about those depth guys, you know, Foster, Jordan McFadden, Will Clapp, Brennan Hymas, obviously kind of the guys behind you. What did you see from them in the preseason this year? I mean, they were they were locked in, I feel like, the preseason. And that's really good to see because at some point during the season, I feel like you always need – you're going to need depth at some point. O-line's just a position yeah. where you're going to get dinged up, things are going to happen. And so you're going to need – those guys are going to have to play at some point and get snaps. And just seeing them out there just handling their business and being locked in like that just gives everybody all the confidence in the world that they're going to be able to do that during the season. Yeah, I think the, the team has really done a good job uh, emphasizing the flexibility behind that second unit. You know, seeing a guy like Foster move positions, Jordan move positions, I think just kind of gives some some confidence in the, in that regard. Yunchenin um, going up against other players is obviously getting you guys excited. Um, what's it been like this summer going against Joey and Khalil? Both of them talked about adding some extra weight this season. How, how has it been like for you going up against those two guys with the, the work that they put in the offseason? I mean, obviously those guys are two of the best in the business. So it's it's such a blessing, I feel like, to get to go against those guys because then you're nothing you see during the season is like bothers you at all. You're like, oh, I've been blocking Joey most of this whole this whole training camp and you're going against the best of the best. So there's nothing really to be concerned with. So those guys are always really good at telling us what they're seeing and asking us questions and we ask them questions and it really just makes both sides better and I think it's a real uh, real winning edge for us. I think one thing I'm curious to get your thoughts on is just kind of like snap count timing, because I feel like there's been so much emphasis on guys and like, you know, Jawan Taylor in particular is like, he's offsides, he's offsides, he's false starting. 
how, what's that process for you like in terms of collaborating with the officials, collaborating with Joey, who's great at timing, you know, snap counts. Yeah. Talk to me about that process of, of getting off the ball at the right time. I mean, it's such a it's such an advantage to be able to get off the snap count and be a little bit of ahead, ahead of the defense and things yeah. like that. Um, so that's why it's so important. And that's something that we try to work on a lot is really timing up as a, as a unit being just slightly, not early, but right as the ball is getting snapped. So then um, if everybody can move at the same time, it kind of, even if you're a little early, it kind of helps with the officials not really calling it if everybody's moving at the same time. Um, that where you get a little sticky is, yeah, one person is looks wildly in front of all the other people. And so that's yeah. where it gets a little sticky. Um, but yeah, at that point, I feel like it's all, uh, A, how much you can butter up the officials and, and B, um, who, you, who what your name is, honestly. <laughs> like some people, some people are going to let it slide, going to, going to get it, uh, the rest are going to let it slide with some people and not with other people. It just is what it is. So, yeah. um, yeah, we try to, we all try to figure out a way to gain that advantage of getting off the snap count as early as possible. Well, hopefully that that new contract can give you some new name recognition. We can get some, some buttering <laughs> up of the officials this year. Yeah, for real. Let's, we'll see. Uh, hopefully I can use that to my advantage. Yeah. Uh, when a center switches, how does that affect that whole thing? Because obviously Corey missed a couple games last year. Will Clapp comes in. Does that change things at all for you in terms of the snap count? Not really, no. I mean, Will does a great job of, like, mirroring Corey. And I think any good backup center, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to emulate exactly what the, the starting center is doing. And Will does a great job with that. So it doesn't really affect us at all on the edges or anything like that. Um, week to week, right? So you mentioned your Joey and Khalil. That's who you're facing mostly this week. Uh, you know, heading into this week, I should say this week, you get Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb. How does the process change for you to going from, all right, we're practicing against our guys to okay we know who we're playing this week and on a week-to-week basis what is like launch point timing point how does that all change on a week-to-week basis i mean i think it's all it's all film study like we obviously know joey and Khalil very well because we're we play against them every day and so like there's not a lot of when we watch film we're watching our own technique and stuff like that we're not really watching Mm -hmm. them because we kind of know what they do and so week to week you're really you're locked in on what the your opponent's going to be doing and so you're trying to get little keys on them you're trying to see what they like to go to you're trying to see what moves they like to counter with and things like that so i think that's that's the big thing that changes when you go to play somebody else is that obviously you don't know them um as well as you know your own teammates and so you have to really lock in on the field part and uh try to get to know them as best you can specifically with these guys coming in you you've played against bradley chubb a few times you missed the game against miami last year so you have i don't think you've played against no, Jalen Phillips against yet um what's the challenge from those t- from those two guys what you've seen so far I mean both of those guys are obviously Bradley Chubb's obviously a well-established guy and Jalen has come on strong in his first couple of years here and uh so I think just the challenge with guys like that is guys that I haven't played yet it's kind of you can watch film and things like that but you also have to feel it out in the game like hmm. when you have experienced people in game it's a lot different than on the film and so the challenge with a guy like Jalen is obviously you can see his ability on film and things like that. And so when I get onto the field, I'm just going to have to be able to adjust to whatever he's throwing at me that game and whatever I feel in the moment, I got to be able to adjust on the fly. Um, and a guy like Bradley, I mean, just all the respect in the world for both those guys, but a guy like Bradley is obviously well-established. So I think you, um, he has that respect factor and he has the film, but I've also played against him a couple of times. So I have a little more experience against a guy like that. So, um, both those guys present different challenges and we'll be ready for it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will. What does 
how quickly does that feeling out process click together for you? Is it like a couple series? Is it like halftime? Like, what is that process like for you? I mean, it really just depends. It's kind of like a, because I mean, a DN is kind of doing the same thing. They're trying to feel out like how you're throwing your hands, how your set pattern is, things like that. And so um, it's kind of like a chess game. What's your, what you want to show them versus um, what they're giving you and things like that. So um, you just kind of have to play it out as the whole game goes on and just be able to adjust to say you get a little, a little beat in a situation like that. You're like, all right, what happened? What did I do? What did he do? What might he come back to? Because that happened, you know what I mean? So um, you kind of got to think strategically in that matter. And, yeah. Just go with the flow. Right, sounds good. So that's a, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get out of the football talk. We'll do some rapid fire questions here to wrap up the interview. I can't thank you enough again for joining us today. Um, let's start with this one. Uh, song you have on repeat right now. Ooh. I'm, Recently, it's been This Is by LMA. That's been on repeat in my wife and I's car for the last couple months, probably. Uh, who's the best DJ on the team? Ooh, best DJ? Slay's a good DJ. Um, Derwin's a good DJ. I feel like Derwin's yeah. on the box a lot, so I'll give it to Derwin. All right, all right. Sounds good. Uh, favorite stadium that you've played in in your career? Ooh, that's tough. Um the old Coliseum was pretty cool in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, playing in Mexico City my rookie year was sweet. That was mm-hmm. a really – it was just so different, but it was so many people. It was really cool to play in that, yeah. like, soccer stadium down there. Oh, um, yeah. Thanks for having me. I would say those are the two big ones. I'm excited to go to Lambo this year. Excited about that one. Um, yeah. Just being from the Midwest, that'll be um, But, yeah, I feel like those are the big ones. Was the Mexico City – was that your first start or was – That was my it, first start, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Great times there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. If you could travel back in time, what time period would you go to? Oh, am I my same age? Yeah, same age. Like you right now, you pick a time period. Where would you all go? Right. I think I'm going, if I'm going to be 26, I'm going to be 26 in like the early mm-hmm. 2000s. Mm-hmm. That way I'd, I'd be like in college in like the late 90s. I think that would be, that's my time period for sure. All right, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter or Star Wars? Mm, Harry Potter for sure. I'm not really a uh, a Star Wars guy. I haven't even seen mm-hmm. a full Star Wars movie. I don't mm-hmm. think. I don't know why. I get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I actually just saw Harry Potter. My wife forced me to watch Harry Potter like two years ago, and I got like super it's locked like into it. It was really good. So I gotta go Harry Potter. There we go. There we go. All right, some uh, good rapid fire questions with Trey. Last one. This is a big one. Our listeners love this. Uh, what are your thoughts on In and Out at this point in your life? Um, in and Out, great for a cheap burger. Fries are super below average. The burger is great for like a cheap burger. It's not gonna. It's not matching up with like five guys. But for a cheap burger, it's good. Um, the fries are really subpar. I have to say I, I agree. So um, I get a lot of hate on the show for that, but it's okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Hey, you got to own it. got to be yourself. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, Trey, thanks so much for joining me. And that's going to do it for us. Uh, uh, Chargers fans, obviously looking forward to seeing you back on the field. And, of course, wishing you a very healthy season in 2023. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, of course. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.